Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. And grateful in Jesus' name. Show us your way every day of our lives. Every day we wake up, every day we are awake. Show us your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus, and you may be seated. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, we um, we want to share a short message. We um, before the Easter we shared about the spirit of wisdom for several weeks. We talked about the spirit of wisdom, and how many of you were blessed from that message, from that series of messages? I think um, the Lord revealed so many wonderful things to us in that message, and. Um, Today, I want, I think it's just appropriate, following that series, that I share this message with you. And I want to talk to you about illumination. Illumination. How many of you understand what is illumination? We want to talk about illumination. Illumination means light. We want to talk about light. Illumination. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27. Audrey, do you agree that we need light in our lives? Yes, we need light in our lives. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse number 27. The Bible says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. The spirit of man. Say, my spirit. My spirit. It's not talking about the spirit of angels. It's, the Bible is talking about the spirit of man. Your spirit. And the Bible says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So, say, my spirit. My spirit, my spirit, my spirit. is the candle of the Lord. My spirit. Is the candle of the Lord. The candle of the Lord is my spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, candles, what do we do to candles? We light candles. Isn't that so? We light candles. That means there are times when the candle is not lit. Isn't that so? There are times where the candle is put off. But what we want to do with candle is to light it. Amen. So there will be times that the candle of God, your spirit, is not on fire or there is no light on it. Your spirit is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. It is that light, it is that spirit that searches within you, everything that is within you. It is searching your mind, your heart, 
is searching your soul. It is searching your thinking, your reasoning. That spirit of the Lord that is in you. Or the candle of the Lord that is in you. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. The Bible says, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. Say, not the wisdom of this world. Say, we don't search for the wisdom of this world. He says, yet not the wisdom of this world. He said, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. So when we talk about wisdom among perfection, wisdom among perfect people, we are not talking about the wisdom of this world. We are not talking about wisdom that you learn from a, a prominent university. We are not talking about the wisdom that you learn from a prominent professor. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. The next verse, quickly, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Whose glory? Helen, whose glory? Our glory. Say, my glory. Which God ordained before, before the world. It is ordained before the world unto your glory. See, for your glory, you have to be in search of this wisdom. If you want to live a glorious life, if you want to be glorified, if you want a glorious life, this is the kind of wisdom you have to be in search of. The wisdom that God ordained even before you were formed. Before the world. The next verse, it says, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Your eyes have not seen, nor your ear heard, neither had it entered into your heart, the things that God has prepared for you just because you love God. Ask your neighbor, do you love God? Say, do you love God? Then the car that you are about to drive, tell your neighbor, I have not seen, ears have not heard, no engineer has conceived it in their hearts because you love God. Say, the house that you are about to live in, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither had it entered into the heart of man. Hallelujah. Say, ask your neighbor, are you single? Then the person that you are about to marry, I said, the person that you are about to marry, I have not seen, nor ear heard. You even don't know. It has not entered into your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you love God. The next verse, it says, But God hath revealed them into us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. The deep things of God, they are only through the Spirit. We can see them, we cannot hear them, we cannot feel them. They are through the Spirit. 
So he says, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man. And what is the spirit of man? It's the candle of the Lord. Are you following the scriptures? He said, for what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man, say the natural man. Say, I refuse to be a natural man. There is more to you than the natural. There is more to you than the brain, than your eyes. There is more to you than that. And if all you depend on is this natural, your brain, and what you can see professors writing on classroom boards and the books that they have written to teach you, if all you have and all you can achieve is that, then you cannot receive anything from God. He says, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Hallelujah. Spiritual things, they are spiritually discerned. Amen. Amen. One last scripture, one more scripture. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. Are you enjoying the reading of the scriptures? Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. I'm about to show you some very important things. And I want you to really pay attention. Matthew 16 and verse 13. It says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say, I, the Son of Man, am? Jesus asked a question. Whom do men say, that I, the son of man, and he said the son of man. Do you understand? There are many times Jesus addressed himself as the son of man. Other times he says the son of God. Or he actually acknowledged that he is the son of God, but all the time he addresses himself as the son of man. So he says, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippa, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Whom do men say? What have you learned of men? What have, what have your professors taught you about me? What have your teachers taught you about me? Whom do men say? What have the historians told you about me? As I am working with you, what have they said to you? What have they taught you? What have your teachers taught you? That I, the son of man, am. Then the people, they have learned a lot of things. They have listened to a lot of people. They have learned so many things from others. So, he says, and they said, some have taught us this. Some say that thou art John the Baptist. Do you see? So, you see, there are some who also pose like very knowledgeable in the scriptures and they have studied the scriptures. And you see, it's not every spiritual sounding thing that is from God. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It's not every spiritual... That is why you have to be careful. Sometimes there are some people, even among your congregation, there are some people that pose to be very spiritual. 
you know, and people call them. People call them, oh, I had this trouble and I called this sister. I called this brother. And they sound very spiritual. Do you understand? And they're giving you all kinds of prophecies. So there are some of them also, you know, they have been among, you know, great people. And then they say, you know, I have studied the scriptures and I have followed the trend of the scripture and the way things are going. Do you see that John the Baptist was conceived and six months afterwards, Jesus was conceived. And then as soon as John the Baptist came on, Jesus came in the scene. And do you remember the day that Jesus showed up and then John the Baptist baptized him and so on and so forth. And the revelation that came and then Jesus was baptizing the same way John the Baptist was baptizing. And as soon as Jesus died, he suffered. I mean, John the Baptist died. He has suffered like this. So, putting one and two together, this is John the Baptist. This is John the Baptist that God was just following, bringing up. You see, and then you say, wow. And it sounds like a, you know, a spiritual analysis. And then it follows. Do you understand? So, he says, some say that thou art John the Baptist. There are some also, according to their studies of the scriptures, some say that you are Elias. And others, others. You see, diff- they are learning different things from different people. And others have told us that you are Jeremiah. Yet others also are saying that you are one of the prophets. We don't know which one, but we can see that you are one of the prophets. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Then, he said unto them, you have learned so many things from them, but whom do you say? Whom do you say that I am? He says, but whom say ye that I am? What do you say? You personally put aside what the teachers have told you, what professors have told you, what other people have told you. Whom do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. Because you see, some of them were around and say, Ah, we have said John. He says, I mean, you know, we have said Elias. And we have said Jeremiah. I mean, we have mentioned all the great prophets. What does he want? Who else has he? I mean, is he thinking of who else? Ezekiel? Maybe. Oh, who else? You know? And then, see, they were thinking. And they were thinking. And then, as they were quiet, Peter said, And someone Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I am not a prophet. I am not this. I am not a teacher. But I perceive that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona. Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona. Jesus was amazed. He looked at him. And then he says, Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Come, <laughs> I mean, do you understand? He says, flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. Now, you can tell from this scripture that 
we can learn by receiving knowledge from flesh and blood. We can receive knowledge from flesh and blood. That means man can teach us. Do you understand? Man can teach us things. And then the spirit of God, the candle of God, can learn something from revelation from God. Do you understand? Now I am about to show you that the knowledge that comes from revelation from God, it is that kind of knowledge that pushes you further in life. It is that revelation, revelation that you receive from God. You have not gone much in school. You have not done so much or so well in school. You may be an ordinary person, but revelation, when you are not being taught only by flesh and blood, but when you are receiving revelation knowledge from God, it is that which pushes you further in life. It is that that can change your situation in life. So Jesus said, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. The next verse, it says, And I say also unto thee, if you are the kind that receives such revelation, such if you are not being taught just by men, but God teaches you, then I say this unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You see, you cannot be a foundation, a stable foundation upon which the church is built unless God reveals himself to you. Unless you are the kind that God teaches. Unless you are the kind that when you read the scriptures, you get revelation from God. Not from man. Not from flesh and blood. So he says, upon this rock, you become a rock that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And now look, this is the key. He says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven because of the ability to receive revelation knowledge from God. I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah! Because of revelation knowledge. So you see, you can be taught by flesh and blood and you can be taught by the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. From this scripture, you can see that there are people who are just taught by flesh and blood. All the knowledge you have, they are from flesh and blood. Everything that you know is from what men have told you. But there is knowledge also that comes from the Father. Revelation knowledge. That lights a candle in you. Hallelujah. And this is a candle that we want to light up. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So in other words, something that you can acquire that is not from just a knowledge from man, but it's from God. It is that which makes you such a strong pillar. It is that which promotes you. Just having a revelation knowledge from God. It changes you amongst the group that you are with. Just as Peter was with them and we are all fishermen, we are all from 
this kind of family, we are all from the same town, just that you alone, God reveals such knowledge to you. God speaks to you. You get revelation knowledge. It makes you separate from the others. It is the one that will promote you. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So I'm saying that the knowledge that we acquire from men, it can take us just so far. The knowledge that we can receive from our classrooms, they can take us this far. Only this far. Hallelujah. But unfortunately, unfortunately for us, most of our learning, most of our learning, they are from men. Most of our learning, they are from flesh and blood. Isn't that so? But we can learn by revelation from God. I say we can learn by revelation from God. Proverbs 20, 27, it says, Our spirit is the candle of the Lord. Our spirit is the candle of the Lord. It means God can light up the candle. God can light up our spirits. Isn't that so? God, if our spirit is the light of, is the candle of the Lord, that means God can light up that candle. God can light up our spirit. Hallelujah. So it means that we can receive things that are from God just as Peter also received them. Sheila, isn't that so? As ordinary as we are, ordinary people, fishermen, who don't even own the scrolls, God can say something through us or God can reveal something to us. It is called revelation knowledge. Hallelujah. And that kind of learning takes you far in life. I say that kind of learning, it takes you far in life. That kind of learning promotes you to be a head. That is what made Peter a head of the church. To promote him to become a head. Just that revelation knowledge. It promoted him to become the head of the church. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So you see, the knowledge that we acquire is what will determine how far we go in life and from whom we acquire that knowledge. Who teaches us is what makes us go far in life. Amen. So the knowledge that Joseph, for instance, a poor Jewish boy, a slave Jewish boy, the knowledge that he acquired that made him able to preserve food, to preserve food for seven years for a whole nation and not just for a whole nation but to reach to other nations around. That knowledge, that revelation knowledge is what promoted him. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? You don't seem to understand the message. Huh? Do you understand the word of God this afternoon? See, Moses, uh, J- Joseph, received knowledge. Now, he didn't learn that knowledge. Michael, Francis, he didn't learn that from the classroom. Do you understand? There were learned men during that time in Egypt. There were philosophers. People who have studied economics. Joseph did not learn this strategy from economic class. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? He didn't learn this from a Greek class. From a Greek lectures. That he will be able to preserve food. For seven years of farming. Joseph did not get this knowledge 
from man. There were other wise men around. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? It was knowledge by revelation from God. It was knowledge that he acquired from God. God lighted his candle in Joseph. He says, our spirit, the spirit of man, is the candle of the Lord. So God lighted his candle in Joseph. And then, boom, he had this idea. Someone who has not been in economic school before. Someone who has not been in business school before. Suddenly, he has this knowledge, this understanding to preserve food for the people. For seven good years of farming. Hallelujah. Adam had not attended any school of nomenclature. Do you understand? Do you understand what is nomenclature? What is nomenclature? The art of naming things. Isn't that so? Yeah. The art of giving names to things. Some of you, that's a very difficult subject in chemistry. Isn't that so? You see, Adam had not attended any lectures on nomenclature but by the revelations the, 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 the revelation knowledge of God, he was able to give names to all the animals all the animals by revelation knowledge now when you look at the animals and you look at the names, are they appropriate names? you have come to accept them you have come to accept them fully do you understand? And now you have, found, you have made different names in different languages for one animal. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? It is revelation knowledge from God. Hallelujah. Revelation knowledge is what will save you day to day. Every day you need a revelation knowledge of God. Jesus was always with a revelation knowledge from God. Every time they approach him with a challenging question, sometimes they come to him and they want to give him a question that he cannot answer, so they will get him to persecute him. He will get a revelation knowledge. They will come to him and they say, who should we pay taxes to? Should we pay taxes to God or we should pay taxes to Caesar? And then quickly, revelation knowledge will come. And then he says, give me a coin. Whose inscription is on this coin? And then quickly he has an answer for them. Revelation knowledge. Because they were coming with a notion that he cannot answer and then he will put him in the corner and then we will get him. May you receive revelation knowledge when your enemies rise up against you. When people are gathering against you. When people are throwing questions at you just to trap you, may you receive revelation knowledge. When judges, when you are standing before judges, when you go to immigration interview and you are standing before a judge who is asking you questions, when you are going for your citizenship and they are asking you questions just to throw you off, to get you into a certain situation, may you receive revelation knowledge from God. When professors are giving you twisted questions, challenging questions, just to twist it and trick you so that you will get it wrong and get a C minus. May you receive revelation knowledge of God. Revelation knowledge of God. Amen. That is why you have to do your quiet time every day. You are going to take an exam so you don't have time for your quiet time. You are going to receive revelation knowledge for that moment. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you are going for interview, pray for the revelation knowledge of God. Because you see, they set a panel and they have questions. They have written them down and they have rehearsed them. They have gone over them and tried them and see that this question, it can beat you. This question can be, they have gone over them because they have seen that, oh, when we were asking these questions, everyone was, let's make them harder. We are making harder questions. And as you are sitting there, they ask you questions. When they ask you about the vision and the mission of the company, may you have revelation knowledge of God. Revelation knowledge of God. Amen. Revelation knowledge. Jesus was living day by day by revelation knowledge. Amen. Amen. And we can also live our lives like that. Every day of our lives. Every day. That is why the song was ministering to my heart. Stronger each day. Every day. Show us your way. Show us your way. Every day. Receive revelation knowledge. I say receive revelation knowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. We need revelation knowledge in every aspect of our lives. Hallelujah. You see, the ability even to live with an unreasonable husband or an unreasonable wife, that ability to live with a man like that, you need revelation knowledge of God. I say you need revelation knowledge from God. Because, you see, it's not every woman that can live with a man that you are living with. It's not every man, every woman, or every man that can live with that kind of woman. But when you have revelation knowledge from God, you are able to live with all kinds of people. It's not everyone that can work with this boss that you are working with. You realize that everyone that comes in the department has resigned. Everyone that comes in the department has gone. But when God gives you revelation knowledge, you can handle every boss. You can handle unreasonable men. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? If you are able to live with an unreasonable husband or an unreasonable wife, it didn't come to you because you were raised in a home where your mother and your father were together. Oh, because there are many people who came from a home like that. But they didn't survive it. Do you understand? It didn't come because you, are, you, 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 you were raised in a Christian home. People have been raised in a Christian home, but they didn't survive in the marriage. They couldn't survive certain people. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? But may you receive revelation knowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, unto good works, which God hath before ordained, before ordained, that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. That we should walk in them. Amen. That we should walk in them. Hallelujah. You see, these days, the things that we are supposed to do, the good works, they have been beforehand ordained. Beforehand ordained. You are supposed to walk in good works. You are supposed to, things about you are supposed to be good. The works about you are supposed to be good. They have been ordained. But you see, you are not walking in them because you don't have revelation knowledge. Because the person who ordained them, you don't know him. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? You don't know them. 
you must search for the revelation knowledge concerning your life. Search for the revelation knowledge. Psalm 139. Psalm 139. Verse 14. Psalm 139 verse 14. It says, I will praise thee for I am fully, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Tell your neighbor you are fearfully made. You are wonderfully made. He says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. Everyone was made in secret. Every one of you. No one was made at um, 42nd Street. Do you understand? Everyone you were conceived in secret. And the Bible is saying that your substance was not hid from God. The things that came together to form you, they were not hid from God. And curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. You don't want to go there. Please, let us continue. Then I did see my substance. You see, when you were being formed, that very moment that you were being formed, as the sperm was fertilizing the egg, the eyes of God was on it. He says, your eyes, he said, thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet was none of them. When they were not even correctly and fully formed, a book was written about you. Isn't that amazing? So, don't you want to know about the book that is written about you? That concerning your life every day, there is a page that is written about you. That what you are going through today, the situation that you are in, there is a book and it is not going well for you because you don't know how the page is written. You do not know. I tell you, you need revelation knowledge. Hallelujah. You need illumination. The light of the Lord in you ought to be lit. Hallelujah. So that verse, verse 16 in the NIV, it says, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. All the days ordained for me. That means all your life, every day. How many days do you have in your life? I don't know. But each day of your life, that has been ordained for you, it has been written already in a book. There's a page for each day of your life. So by divine revelation, we can live day by day as the Lord has beforehand ordained for us. Isn't that so? We can live day by day. Isn't that so? We can live day by day as the Lord has ordained for us. Hallelujah. Christ lived his life every day fulfilling the scriptures of the things that have been written for you. He says, this day is the scripture fulfilled. That means this day is what has been written concerning me. It has been fulfilled. I have lived it. That him coming to church, just coming to church on a particular day to read the scriptures was a written thing about him. It was written. Him just taking the scriptures, opening it and reading it in church. But the Bible says, as his custom was, he was in church all the time. But that particular day, that particular day, he took the Bible and he read it to them from the book of Isaiah. 
And then he said, it, was, it has been written and it's been fulfilled. It has been fulfilled. So you see, there are some people who are not here today and they don't know that they have not lived a scripture or they have not lived a page of their lives as written. They have not lived a page. So the day that you are not in church, perhaps a page of your book is not read. You don't know the page of the book. And something may happen to you that shouldn't happen to you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Oh, you don't understand? Yes. That is why your daily quiet time is very important. Hallelujah. So when things are not going smoothly, when things are not going well in your life, it does not necessarily mean, it does not necessarily mean that it is not the will of God. Do you understand? And when things are also going smoothly, it does not necessarily mean that it is the will of God. It does not necessarily mean that it's the will of God. That you didn't come to church and you slept soundly and you woke up and you feel well rested. And you see that all the pimples have gone out and your, your, your tiredness is all gone. You don't feel sleepy and your mind is so sharp. It doesn't mean that you are walking in the will of God because you feel like that. Amen. The fact that Jonah was running away from God and as he was running, he went and then the ship was there. And then the ship was ready to sail. And then he was able to get on the ship. That's not necessarily mean that he was in the will of God and that God wanted him to run away. <laughs> Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. Let us read one more scripture. Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 13. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 13. We're almost done with our, script, our service. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 13. It says, So the decree was issued. You see, this is when King Nebuchadnezzar had had his wonderful dream. Now listen to this. A man, a king has had a dream. Do you understand? How many of you have had a dream before? You have dreamed before. And then you woke up and you didn't remember the dream. Who has experienced that before? You see, you, you, you remember clearly that, ah, I had a dream. But you can't remember the dream. Who has experienced that before? You see, that is why you should always have a pen and a paper by your side. A pen and a paper. You see, that, you see I'm showing you something. That is how God will see that you value dreams. And then he will give you more dreams. But you, you wake up, you forget about the dream. Ah, I think I was having a dream. <laughs> Maybe it's not important. And then you brush it aside. It doesn't bother you. Do you understand? But when you have a pen and a paper, the moment you wake up, whatever you remember about the dream, just write it down. The dream will come back. And then God will see that you are serious about dreams. Today I had two dreams last night. And as soon as I woke up, I just wrote them down. I will not share my dreams with you. <laughs> they were for me, personally. At the appropriate time, I will share them with you. Do you understand? I will share them with you. You see, so this king, he had a dream, and when he woke up, he had forgotten about the dream. He remembered that it was a wild dream, but he doesn't remember. So he summoned all his wise men. 
He brought all his wise men, the astrologers, people who have been learned, gone to university, people who have, who have high degrees. Do you understand? He summoned all of them together, his officials, wise men in the nation, and he asked them to first tell him about a dream that he has forgotten. <laughs> and then, after you have told me about my dream, give me the meaning of the dream. How many of you think that is a hard thing? Or this is an unreasonable request? You had a dream. You cannot even remember the dream. But I should remember the dream and tell you about the dream, one, and then give you a meaning of the dream. So the people could not tell him the dream, first of all, and they could not give him the meaning, of course. So then the king summoned that he was going to kill all the wise men. May you escape unreasonable people, unreasonable bosses, unreasonable people who interview you, unreasonable judges, unreasonable officials. May you escape them. Hallelujah. So this was what was happening. And so he says, and the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. The wise men should be slain. They should kill all the wise men. And they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Daniel and his fellows, Daniel and his friends, they were part of the wise men in the nation. So they were looking for them to also kill them. <laughs> the next verse, it says, Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. So that the, the captain... The king's guard who was about to slay all these wise men, Daniel met him and he spoke to him. And he answered and said to Ariok, the king's captain, why is the decree so hasty from the king? Why such a harsh decree? Why is such a decree so harsh from the king? Then Ariok made the thing known to Daniel. So now Daniel even didn't know what was happening. But because he's a wise man in the nation, he's going to be killed. So Ariok told Daniel all the things that were happening. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he should give him what? Time. He should give him what? Time. I said, your quiet time is very important. The time in the presence of God is very important. So Daniel went to the king and said, give me time. And that he will show the king the interpretation. As Daniel was going to the king, did he have any idea of the dream? No, hope. Did he? No. But he says, give me time. Helen, he says, give me time. I just need time. I just need time to be with my God. I just need time to wait on my God. I just need time just to sit quietly with my God. So he said, give me time and I'll give you, I'll show you the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, his companions. That's why you have to have some spiritual friends around you. Do you understand? Some of you, all your friends are conversations about, about hair, braiding hair, and makeup. Where did you buy this makeup? Mary Kay, and Maybelline, and all kinds of things, and all kinds of things. Those are conversations that you have with your friends. But have some spiritual friends. Wise friends. 
that you can say, I, want, I have this issue and I want you to join me in prayers with this issue. Huh? Is it what, is, is some, is, is, am I speaking to someone? Yeah. So he went to his companions. That they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret. That they may desire mercies. You see, some of you, the friends that you consult with, they have no knowledge of God. When you have an issue, the friends you talk to, they have no knowledge of God. But I'm telling you that revelation knowledge from God is what will promote you. It is what will promote you. It is what will take you far. Some of you, there are certain wise people that God has surrounded you with. But when you are planning your things and you are doing your things, you have certain silly consultants. Worldly consultants. Worldly consultants. Do you understand? The fact that the dress is nice on you doesn't mean that or your friend approves it doesn't mean that it is okay to buy it. Do you understand? The fact that your friends approve of this job doesn't mean that you should take it. The fact that your friend approves of this move, move to this place, doesn't mean that you should take it. Who is your friend? Who is this friend? Who is this friend? The fact that your friend approves of this girl doesn't mean that you should marry her. Why? Oh, you see, I see she has shape. She has shape. She fine. Marry her. She fine. Paf. Marry her. You see? That is not a wise friend. That is not someone that you should. But Daniel, he went to his companion. Give me a few minutes. I'm showing you some things, okay? He said that they would desire mercies of God, the God of heaven, concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. You know, we don't have a lot of time. Can you turn to the NIV quickly? Let's read quickly and then we will. Um... He said, during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. It was revealed to Daniel. I'm talking about revelation knowledge that brings light in you. It brings light in you. It is that which will push you further in life. It will take you from here and will push you further in life. Just revelation knowledge from God. You should search for revelation knowledge every day. That God will reveal something to you. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? You are, you are a secretary at a job. Pray for revelation knowledge. That even the letter that your boss has asked you to type, as you are going to work today, there will be a word that you will put in that letter, your boss will promote you that day. Yeah. I say your boss will promote you that day. And the word, that word, the Lord just drop it in your spirit. You are taking care of a sick person. You are taking care of an elderly person. Pray to the Lord for revelation knowledge in what you do. That you go to work and as you are taking care of the person, he's talking about his family, how his sons have deserted him, how his daughters don't mind him, how he has this. And then a revelation knowledge comes in you and then you say something to the person. He says, right away, I've changed my will. You are in my will. I say, you are in my will. Just for revelation knowledge from God. Do you think these things are possible? You see, you have no idea. You know, you'll be at a round table. You'll be at a table of discussions. And they are discussing things at the job. They are having discussions. 
and they are discussing and they say we have to do this we want to do the company is going down we need to do this we need to do that maybe let's lay people off maybe let's do this and then the lord will give you a revelation knowledge and the moment you open your mouth everyone's that's it 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 what is your position in the company oh i am the um, this from today you are moving forward from today you are moving forward revelation knowledge from today you are moving forward and that your colleagues that are sitting there who went to harvard who went to yale who went to nyu who went to nyu graduates who went to this and this they don't have that knowledge but revelation knowledge from God. It throws light. 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 Revelation knowledge from God. It throws light. It just drops in your spirit like this. And you will come home. You will come home and say, even me, I don't know why I said this so. I don't, you will know that this is from the Lord. Audrey, do you understand the word of You will know that this is from the Lord. Revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Pray for it. So during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the Lord. Then Daniel praised God of heaven and said, praise to the name, praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. Wisdom and power, they belong to my God. Say wisdom and power, they are God's. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and disposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. May the Lord light the candle that is in you. I said, may God light the candle that is in you. God will light the candle that is in you. You will not be a candle that is turned off. But a candle that is lit. I I thank and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and what? Power. Just revelation knowledge. He says you have given me wisdom and power. Need you understand the scriptures? Wisdom and power. That is what you want from God. Wisdom and power. He says... Thank, thank be to God. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You will have no knowledge of what you ask of God. You have not received that knowledge because you have not asked. But the day that you set time, you say, give me time. Give me time. Brother, do you think I should marry this woman? Don't say, let me check her out. <laughs> you see? You should say to your friend, give me time. Give me time. Let me wait on the Lord. Give me time. Some of you don't like when the pastor says, don't marry this person. Because you are looking at the person, ah, pastor, can he not see? Look at this woman. She's fine. She has a good job. She's serious. She's in the church. She's active in the church. She's in the choir. She's doing this. She look at all the things that she's doing. And Reverend cannot see. She says, give me time. She's an Aaron. 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 She's an Aaron. <laughs> ah, Reverend. Reverend. Why? She's an Aaron. Aaron. 
Aaron. Step down, Aaron. <laughs> He says, you have made known to me what we ask of. What we ask of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Wow. The dream of the king. Let's continue to read. Then Daniel went to Ariok, whom the king had appointed to execute the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, do not execute the wise men of Babylon. Take me to the king, and I will interpret his dream for him. Ariok took Daniel to the king at once and said, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who can tell the king what his dream means. The king asked Daniel, also called Belshazzar, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream, one, and interpret it, two? Are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream, and then interpret it also. Daniel replied, no wise man, no enchanter, no magician. Say no wise man. Say no wise man. Say no graduate. No matter what your school. Say no graduate. No graduate. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It can be uh, what they call them. Ivy League school. It doesn't matter. He says, no wise man, no enchanter, no magician or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. No one. No wise man can do this. But, but, there is a God in heaven. Say, there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. There is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. Paul, do you understand the scripture? He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and the vision that passed through your mind as you lay on your bed are these. And then Daniel went through the dream and mentioned everything that the king saw in his dream. Isn't that wonderful? Put your hands together for the Most High God. Hallelujah. Amen. So Daniel went through the dream. We don't have time to read the whole dream. But he interpreted the dream. I mean, he gave meaning to the dream. He First of all, he told him exactly what the dream was. And then he gave him meaning of the dream. And then verse 46. Now jump to verse 46. Verse 46. Then, after Daniel had told him of the dream, the dream that the king had that he couldn't remember, and then he has given him the meaning of the dream. Sheila, the Bible says, then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel. Do you understand what that means? It means that he lay down like this, flat on his face, flat on his face, before Daniel, before Daniel. I said, your boss will lie down flat on your face because of revelation knowledge. Flat on his face. He says, the king, the king of Bukadnezah, he lay down prostrate. The Bible didn't say he just lay down. He said prostrate. That means he fell down. He couldn't even look at Daniel's face. Your bosses, they cannot look at your face because of revelation knowledge. I said, because of revelation knowledge. 
They will fall down for you. I said they will fall down for you. As God is revealing knowledge to you, they will fall down for you. The Bible says the king Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate, flat, flat, like this, with his face down before Daniel and paid him honor. Paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be presented to him. Oh, because of revelation knowledge. I said because of revelation knowledge. Isn't that wonderful? Because of revelation knowledge, you receive offering. I say you receive offering. You receive honor. You receive promotion because of revelation knowledge. You see, no wise man is not wisdom from NYU or MIT or Columbia. What are some of the schools? Or Yale or UPenn or where? Borigua. Borigua University. <laughs> what is that? In the Bronx. Right here. <laughs> what is the 51st Street? It's not hostels. <laughs> is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Or Mercy College. You went to Mercy College. So, it's this revelation, you don't have it. It says, no wise man. So the king fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be presented to him. You see, some of you depend on the schools that you go to. But pray for revelation knowledge. I say, pray for revelation knowledge. The next verse, it says, The king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods. It says, Your God is the God of gods. I say you serve the God of gods. Your God is the God of gods. It says your God is the... It says surely your God is the God of gods. And the Lord of kings. And the revealer of mysteries. For you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high... Say hi. 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 Say I'm going high. I am going high. I said, your school degree, it can take you this far. This far. Here, here, this far. But if you are talking about high, 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 Joe, high, say high. You need revelation knowledge. You need revelation knowledge. You see, then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon. Ruler. Someone who was about to be killed. By revelation knowledge. I say revelation knowledge. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon. And placed him in charge of all its wise men. You see, the wise men that have gathered around the table where they are having discussion. They say they are having staff meeting. They are having a staff conference. And they have gathered. And then you see that the big people are in the front. And, and the rest, we are in the back. And you'll be sitting in the, among the rest in the back. And then you say, please, sir, please, madam, I am not worthy to be here, but by the grace of God, they have brought me here. But I have one or two to say. 
if you only humbly allow me to just speak my mind. And then you lift up your hand. They say, who is this person? Where does she come from? What school did she go to? How many degrees? What is her degree? What does she have? What, how long has she been working here? What experience does she have? He said, I've not done much, but I have one or two to say. Because as I'm sitting here, something just dropped in my spirit. Something just fell on my mind. The Lord just dropped something in my spirit. And when you open your mouth to speak, they say, who is this? Who is that person? Who is this woman? You see that every eye just turned to look at you like that. And then they will make you, they will place you in charge of all the wise people who are at the table. Because of revelation knowledge. I said because of revelation knowledge. Because of revelation knowledge. But when that happens to you, remember us. You see Daniel. He says, moreover, moreover, at Daniel's request, moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Receive revelation knowledge. I said receive revelation knowledge. When you do your quiet time, when you read the scriptures, may the Lord drop a word in your heart. Concerning your job, receive revelation knowledge. Concerning your marriage, receive revelation knowledge. Concerning your relationships, receive revelation knowledge. In the name of Jesus, let revelation knowledge come upon the children of God. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together and stand to your feet as you bring the service to a close. Oh, Jesus. Glorify your name. We give you all the glory that you deserve. You are indeed a God of all gods. You are indeed the king of all kings. You are indeed the Lord of all lords. We thank you, Lord, for revelation knowledge. We thank you, Father, for the knowledge that you drop in our spirits. We thank you, Lord, that you have lit the candle, the light that is in us. You said the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Lord, let not our candles ever go off. But may our spirit be lit. May our spirit be on fire every day. That you will speak to us. That you reveal your hand to us. That the revelation of the Lord shall be made known to us. In the name of Jesus. Let us not only be taught by flesh and blood. But may it be said of us. This has not been revealed to you by flesh and blood. But the Father which is in heaven. We glorify your name. We give you praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Wherever you are sitting, this way. Let us lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior? You want to give your life to Christ? If that is your prayer, just lift up your right hand. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? Let him have his way. Is there anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful and grateful for the gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.